Welcome back, family. I want to speak about evil people. You know, many of us dismiss evil people as just being plain old crazy, but they know exactly what they're doing. And it's, it's just, just some people you have to accept. Let's just be real. Let's just start this one out with a bang. Some people in this damn world are just inherently evil. And we say, oh, they're sick. Oh, they're crazy. They're not crazy. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just evil and insecure. I find most evil people to be very insecure because they always come at somebody who is vibrating on a higher level. And these evil people who will do anything to shoot you down, anything to stop you out of jealousy, they don't feel as though they're worthy. And they see you doing the damn thing, whatever it is that you may be doing. You might be going to school. You might be building a house. You might be retired and have a hobby or something that you do successfully to make extra money. Whatever it is that, they, that you're doing, they're all in it. As far as viewing you and watching you, they might be formally uh, part of your inner circle. But the bottom line is that they just can't stand to see your success. They must stop you because in their mind, you're showing them up. In their mind, you're outdoing them, but they can't do what it is that you do. You see, the bad part about evil people is that they also have talents and abilities, but they're overlooking those talents and abilities, and they're looking at you, and they want to do what you do, and they don't know what they can do. If they focus their energy deep down to say, you know what, there's something wrong with me. I'm evil, but there's an insecurity that I have to not only try to bring somebody down, but I got work on the inside that I need to do and I haven't been doing it. And, that, and, that, and that's how they get down. That's just how it is. And they will take their time and peep at you and come around and watch you. And on YouTube and on social media, it's really bad because they can watch you and you don't even know it. Unless you have some hacker friends like mine that can just watch everybody who's watching me. Okay, this one watched me three times a day. That one watched me eight times a day. Oh, really? This is their email address. This is their, con you know, it, the internet game is a dirty game. It could be, right? But you have to, like, box and protect yourself at all times. And, you know, you got some creepy people out here. They're very creepy, though. But, you know, it's not like they weren't there before. And it's not like it wasn't there decades ago. It's just that there are more opportunities now through social media to peep on people. You know, it's like that creepy next door neighbor that always peeping at you, always watching you. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Get a life. Play your position. Get something to do. Life is precious. We're here today and gone tomorrow. This might be your last day on this level. And you're spending it hating on somebody else. This is what I don't understand. This artificial thing, and I call it artificial because it only ex exists on this level, is very precious. And I have to justify every day that I have to say, what did I accomplish? You know, as far as my goals are concerned. Now that I've reached a new level in my own personal life, it's no holds barred. I have no time. Don't bring me gossip. Don't bring me low vibrational stuff. I don't want to hear what this person's doing and they said this about you. They're always going to say stuff about you. But like Muhammad Ali said in one of his interviews, and I, I may not be getting it right, but it's levels to this thing. And Muhammad Ali was saying how people would say, no, 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 you need to stop, which in the end we knew he need, needed to stop. But at that time he did this interview, he still had most of his skills, right? And so he basically wanted to say that just mediocre people, and I'm not throwing off because there are mediocre people out here that have seeds of greatness in them, but they think that way. They, they've accepted mediocrity. They've accepted being part of the cookie cutter world where, well, they just go to the job and just come home and this is all it's going to be. I'm not going to be great. I don't have anything about me special. And see, those are the people that you run, a, run across that are evil, right? Because that festers up and they get resentful that they haven't done the things that, that they could do, but they see you doing it and they want to do it. But Muhammad Ali said, he said, people 
are not on his level. Of course, he's a, he's a, he's a professional boxer, one of the greatest of all times. So he has to think different than a regular person who may just, all that's required of him is to pay bills and just stay there on that level. And you exhaust your money, you go back for more money again, work it, spend it out, you're broke again, work, get money, you're broke again. Special people break that chain, right? And he's special. He wasn't even, to me, he wasn't even put here to be a mediocre person. And he found his calling. But he said, when you're way up here, up top, you can see so much further. You don't think like the average person. And when a person is down here, and he's not saying he's better than anybody, but the people, the people who just don't break the mold of mediocrity, right? They're down here. And so they're telling him with their mediocre selves that you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. But he's way up here. And they're saying, no, 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 don't do it. And he's like, yes, I'm going to do it. When you're on that level, you can do those things. If I was working somewhere and not making enough money, I'm not going to think like that real estate developer who has projects all over the country going up. He has millions of dollars extra profit at his disposal. And it's a matter of what he wants to do. See, so you're in a whole different league then. And these people who are evil because they haven't found themselves, they always need a victim. Evil always needs a victim. And they can't be evil by themselves. They have to come at you who are high vibrational, who are going places, who at this phase in your life, this will be history and you will go on. You have to have that knowledge in yourself. You have to be powerful in that way and knowing that you hold the seeds of greatness and it shows in everything that you do. And this is what ticks these people off. It shows in everything that you do. And they will try to smear your character by getting to others who you have yet to connect with. And they fear that, oh, he, he's going he's gonna to be well-loved or she's going to be well-loved and liked and embraced and have more opportunities because of their charisma, because of their energy, because of their ability to work hard and to be a workhorse and focus. No, we can't have this. We got to go all the way around town and go tell everybody how bad this person is. So hopefully I can stop them. But when you're worldwide, what are they going to do to go to every country <laughs> and, and go to every bar and every club and every, every school and every apartment building and tell the world how bad you are. That's like me standing down here on a sunny day and trying to blow the sun out. Like it's a candle on a birthday cake. <sighs> I got to blow that sun out. It's shining. How stupid. They can't stop your shine. If they stood in front of you to block your shine, they shine 360 degrees around you going out. They can't stop it. If they weren't so insecure, they probably wouldn't be as evil. But when you're evil and you have self-doubt and you're, 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 you're loathing and you're your pity and you feel limited and you feel like you can't do anything. And sometimes there are things you won't be able to do because of the F-ups that you've done and bad decisions that you did early on in life. Evil is like a fire. And the fire in the fireplace could not exist unless you put the wood there for it to burn up. So the fire wants to stay alive. And the evil wants to stay alive. So the evil is going to use you as fuel so it can stay alive. It's going to burn you up so its flames can stay alive. And it knows who to go to. It's not going to seek other fire. It's going to seek the wood and use you to burn. And sometimes it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn in a friendship or what you think is a friendship, but it's not. They just want inner access to having you close by so they can suck your life force so they can burn you down so its flames can live. You ever have people come around you that at first you were open to them, but after a while you go away from them and you feel drained. And now you notice that every time they come around, you go, oh God, I got to deal with this person. No, you don't. When they have that effect on you and it's evil, 
and they're draining you, you run them away from you. You get them away from you. You draw the lines. Sometimes you can do it in a very subtle way. Sometimes you can just avoid them. And sometimes you're just going to have to sometimes cuss them out, draw the line. But take your evil and your insecurities and your gossiping ways or whatever ways you use to drain you, take it somewhere else. I know who you are. I know what you do. There is no way for me right now in this particular point in my life that I'm feeling so good because I know everything that's around me now and I keep my circle tight. Everything else doesn't matter. Everything else doesn't exist. I am moving into the destiny that many have tried to stop because evil always needs a victim. And I have been that victim, so nice and accommodating. And yes, come on in. I will help you. I will do this for you. I will do. No, and they hate you for this. At the same time, no, I want to fly high. I'm, I'm positioned now in my life with all these different coordinates of, of different factions of things that have come together. And I'm where I, I, I thought up at one time, this was just a dream. Now it's reality. Now that this is reality, let's see how far I can go to the next level. Because I'm stronger than ever before. You know, like when they have storms coming across the Atlantic. And it's funny that all these storms come from Africa, right? I don't have to worry about that anymore. But as they come across the Atlantic and if the ocean waters are warm, it gains speed and, and power and strength from the warm waters of the Atlantic. And then it can come down by Florida, some of them, not all the time. And they get into the extra warm waters of the Gulf and it picks up more speed. You see, oftentimes it's the ones that you've helped, that you showed a warmth to, that they came on in into your world and gained traction and gained speed and gained strength off of your warmth. And it's just like they, they suck from you, but you're giving. And then you realize that you're giving, they're resenting you and they kick you to the curb or show you they're behind the, the kiss, but they didn't realize that you have so much more inside of you. You see, there are people out here who want to suck you down as evil people, right? And they want to make sure that the chapter in your life that they were involved in is the last chapter of your life, meaning you're not going to pr produce anything new or create anything new. They get off on this. They enjoy this. They don't just want to use you, these evil people. They want to use you and destroy you. And when they see that you have more juice in your fruit, more enthusiasm in your soul, they feel, so, oh, I didn't kill it off. I thought I was going to destroy this person. I thought I was going to make it where he can't do what he does, but now he's doing it even better. I wish I could have stayed longer to make sure I destroyed them completely. Anybody who has experienced this type of person, you know that I know what I'm talking about. And it's such a good feeling to know when they showed their hand. They showed you and gave you their butt to kiss because they thought you were done. They thought what you do was dying. They even went out in the street and told people this. And so many people now, <laughs> good job, good job. Because we're all a group of insecure people and we can't see him shine in our midst. You see what I mean? So when you have a dream, when you have a goal, you never let it go. But you have to watch the people around you because lot, lots of times they're there to stop that thing from happen, happening. See, with evil people and haters, when they come around you and you identify them, you have to really say to yourself, they're not dumb because the evil haters, they don't invest in losers. They only invest their time in what they can see to be winners. So it's a bigger rush when they, when they bring you down and secretly chuckle about it because I had the power to bring them down. But see, they don't feel they have the power to bring themselves up. Isn't that something? And then bringing you down is a victory for them secretly. And you're no threat to outshine them. But it's not like they were shining in anything. It's not like they were shining in anything. 
But your warmth and your love gives them strength like the hurricane with those Gulf waters and warm Atlantic waters. So you have to cut that off. Once you identify these individuals, you must cut them off forevermore because they will come back for a rematch. They will come back with an apology. They will come back to get back into your life and make things good for a while. And they go start right back up again. So you got to be very careful who you deal with and how you deal with them. And what's their goal? Why are they around you? Be straight up with me. See, I, I just finished speaking to somebody on a business endeavor that we're going to finalize and, and work on together. It's a risk involved, but you're not going to get anywhere unless you take a risk. He's been doing it. I have an interest in it. He sees what I bring to the table. The sky's the limit. I have no time to sit here and be evil on anybody when there's so many things that as a creator I can create. You know, we, we, you make plans out of your head and you build a home. Like, wow, I did this. You make plans out of your head and you build a business. Wow, I did this. You make plans that were in your head and you say, I'm going to relocate to a more peaceful place where I can live better. And you say, wow, I did this. Of course, with the help of the creator and the positive energy that you have. See, positive energy is like currency. Positive energy is like money. It's better than money because money only goes but so far. And money is a dried up manifestation of life force that you exchange, right? But the real deal is having the life force. You see, when you're on these jobs, you go and you give your life force. You give your talents. You give your energy. You give your life. You give so many hours out of the day to this job, and they give you back paper. Monopoly money is also paper. Toilet paper is also paper. It's the meaning that we give to it. And so we don't realize that after a while, the job is getting the better end of things, and we get paper where they can manipulate the value of it down to nothing if they want. So when you have these positive ideas and this positive aura about you and you are chosen, everybody's not chosen. Everybody's not chosen to do what Muhammad Ali did. Everybody's not chosen to do what Malcolm X did. But we have so many people who want to be that. They want to stand up on the podium and speak this truth and they're not doing anything in their personal lives. And sometimes when you look into their personal lives, what a disaster it may be. If you only knew <laughs> the things I know, the things I know, oh God, well, you know, you keep quiet about it. You know, you know, and they know what can they do? Right. But everybody's not chosen. And when you are a chosen one for a task of greatness in this world, the evil people will flock to you. Like I said, it's an invert co compliment to have these hating evil people around you because, like I said, they don't choose losers. They choose winners. If you didn't have any haters, you're probably not doing anything of note in this world. Whatever circle you're in. Doesn't have to be a YouTube video or anything. It could be at your job. And oftentimes it's in your family. You have haters in your family. You got mama haters. You got daddy haters. You got sister and brother haters that hate the fact that you have an inner peace on the inside and you're not in turmoil like they are. They know they're agitated. They know they don't sleep as good in the middle of the night. They know their insecurities and where you're strong, they may be weak and they hate that. But you can you can work on it. But these people don't want to work on it. They want to work on you. To elevate themselves, they don't think about going within and repairing themselves. They want to go to you and tear you down so they don't have to be reminded of what they don't have as far as a talent and ability. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So when you have haters, it's an invert cheerleading squad. Like when you have the cheerleaders in a football game, go here, go there, ha, rah, 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 rah. Got the girls in little mini skirts and little little fuzzy things, you know, and they're jumping around and, you know, looking sexy and looking, you know, they add a little eye candy down to the football field. I think they're doing the basketball too, to a point. But that's what it is. They are cheering you on. But they hate you. They're evil. So when you have the presence of many who get together and whisper amongst each other about you, then you really must have it going on. See me, I know I got it going on. I know I got it going on. And I'm not saying that in a narcissistic way. 
I'm saying that in a creator gave me something to do and I'm doing the damn thing and I have his permission and he will open doors and he will protect you while you go after your mission. He'll keep you protected when it seems like there's no way out. All of a sudden the doors open for you and it drives their haters crazy. And they try harder, but they can't keep up. They're like that person running after the bus that's going a little faster and the bus leaves them. And at some point they have to give up on trying to tear you down because they don't miss the damn bus. And guess what? You're on the bus and you're going and you're getting to where you want to go. So don't think the haters can keep up because they got their own issues to deal with. They're watching you and trying to come against you. But remember, they got their own twisted lives that is obviously deficient in something because they're focusing so much attention on you. You see, we communicate in different ways and people can give us power. Even the haters use it. It's good power because they're thinking about you. And when they're thinking about you, it, it's, it, it's, it's an unseen force that while they may be evil, you have to be able to convert their evil energy to something positive. You know, one person in a sailboat can, can think wind is the best thing because it needs wind to push that sail and you redirect how the sailor's angled to take you where you have to go. But a person next to a burning house, the wind blows and burns that fire onto their house, the wind is not a good thing. So you have to learn how to convert that negativity into something positive. And with positive energy, you don't have to do a damn thing for it, you know, because it goes right on in. So when people think good of you, think high of you, appreciate you, then it's something that's directly, it directly goes in. Like when you drink a sugary drink and it goes right into the bloodstream and gives you a sugar rush, the same way. But the negative toxic stuff, if you have the right filters and understanding and know-how, you can take that energy and convert it. So you have to thank the haters and the evil people who are looking at you as a victim to destroy you. You see, and you got to think back when you realize these people are this way, you say, how did it get to this point? It was always there. It's just that you didn't know it. Because on site, the evil entities out here, the narcissistic, evil, sociopath, sociopathic energies out here on first sight, they know that this is their mission. Something clicks and you, it may be an introduction, but the first time you lock eyes, the first time they see you on a video, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to get this woman. I'm going to destroy them. Lots of times they don't even consciously say that. They just move in their evil destiny as they're destined to be that way. And don't think that all evil people can be reformed. Don't think that, well, I'll take them back. You know, it was a mistake. They were feeling this way. No, they know good and damn well what they were doing. They know good and damn well what they were doing. It's no secret. You see? They'll, they'll cry a little bit when they're busted. Oh, you know, I was, I'm so sorry. I, I just, you know, no, get the hell out of here. Don't ever come back. When you get to a certain age and you start doing certain things, you know exactly what you did. And if you claim not something's wrong with you, I'm going to say it the 1970s, 70s way, or you are tarted. <laughs> you straight tarted. I left the re out, right? Now these days it's developmentally delayed. But you straight tarted or, 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 Crazy, which I'm not going to use crazy. That's letting him off the hook. Oh, he's crazy. No, he's not. He knew good and damn well he was going to do. Like, what, what do you call mosquitoes crazy? You in the bed sleeping? They try to bite your ankles up. Oh, the mosquitoes crazy. No, he came into your room to bite you up, to get the blood and probably stick you with some malaria. You know good and damn well what he's doing. Kill him. So this is the way it is with people. I don't let him off the hook. Get away from me. I'm getting up in years. I got things to do. I ain't got no time to waste. I'm trying to enjoy every minute, every hour of my life and be a plus to the environment around me. When I say the environment around me, I don't mean the negative people around me. They get not one iota of my energy because they were trying to take it anyway. But let it go out to the people who need an encouraging word, a motivating word, or something to think about on a deeper, thought-provoking level. But just realize when you see an evil person operating on some, someone else, it's just a matter of time before they come around and start getting you. You know somebody who's a thief and you think you're cool with them? Hey, man, Lance, you know, I, I do home invasions, man. I steal, you know, I do whatever I can do, but I would never, man. I respect you too much. Uh-uh. What happens when the thief runs out of people to steal from and they need some money? 
and stolen goods to go sell. Well, you know, me and Lance been cool and everything, but I got to eat, man. Me and Lance were cool and I said I would never come at him, but that was back then. You know, things were going good now, but, you know, the tank is getting low. I'm going to have to get some money. Well, really? He's out of town for a month? Really? Ain't nobody in his house? Oh, okay. Listen, I know him, but I'm not going to get involved with it, but I'm going to watch out. So when you go back there and bust that window and go into his house, you know what I mean? You split it with me and, and they won't even know that I was the one who was who had a hand in it. People are slimy. And for me, it's obvious when they're slimy because I specialize in the slimy because I've been brought to that slimy place time and time again. And when I see something immediately, I'm not going to sit here. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I can see that they're evil. I can see that they're no good. I can see that they just want to use you and abuse you and make that your last chapter of your life where you produce anything, but just let them on in. No, I'm trying to kick you in the backside. I'm trying to knock you in the back of the head. Get away. From, don't even look at me. Oh, you feel free, free to listen to my videos because you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Indirectly or directly or whatever have you, but stay away because you're going to get hurt. I will hurt a hating ass person who comes around me to destroy my life with their whispering gossipy spirit. Well, you know, so, 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 so. And they see you and they run. You run because you're guilty, but I'm going to give you a reason to run. You see, you're going to physically hurt. I'm at that point right now. That's when I look back on all my life and the people who have been in my life at that capacity. I'm like, uh-uh, you're going to get it in the present for all that has happened in the past. But even though I speak about this stuff, I'm passionate about this stuff, I hate to see good people used by evil people and victimized by evil people. So that's one of my pet peeves and one of my missions, and I see it all the time. So I'm going to come in and blow it up whenever I see it around me, even when it's done to somebody else. I ain't going to be quiet. If you're a good person and you have good in your heart and you're trying to do something good with your life and these little snakes come around, I'm, I'm going to hey, listen, I need to tell you something. You don't have to believe me, but you're going to find out. You need to take heed on who's around you. And the more and more I'm isolated and the more and more I'm in nature now and the more and more I'm, I'm away, I'm like a monk right now. Things come to me so clear. I was sleeping last night and, and the country air and the breeze and the peace and the quiet. You could be standing right next to me in evil. I will read you like a cheap novel. You can be far away and I'll understand your thoughts. That's my capacity. That's what my mother taught me. That's what my father made sure was in me. And now those tools they gave me, I can fully utilize in my adult years to truly see how important it is to move a certain way. Before I used to invite everybody on in, uh-uh, no way, no way. And even though I have my phone number out there, even right now, I'll tell everybody, please leave a voicemail. I ain't picking up if I don't know you. Because, you know, when you make it easy that we all kind of spirits just, Bring! hi, I am this, can I come on your show? I don't know you. First of all, send me a photo of you. Second of all, give me your basic information because people are weirdos out here. They get on around you. You try to help them out. Yes, I'm speaking about a couple of, couple of people specifically. And you all know they come around and they're weird and they just disappear. Either when they couldn't get through with the mission of destroying you or they can't get through with the mission of using you. Or they think that what you do is so easy. So I can just get on a little bit. I'll find out and I'll get my little audience and I'll bounce. Use his ass. Who he think he is? I'm better than him anyway. Where are you? Couldn't keep up, could you? <laughs> In anything you do, you're going to find that spirit of these evil, hating, using people who want to get around you for some kind of gain. And it's just unbelievable. You know, it's just, no, it's not. For me, it's not, it's not unbelievable. It's, it's, it's knowable. But for you who are coming into certain levels of, 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 of heightened awareness, you're going to see more and more. And the, look, there's one person I'll say, my godmother, Adair Curry, one of my godmothers, right? Adair Curry. I have lost contact with, she was older decades ago. So I know she's probably not on this earth right now. And it is what it is. She had a boyfriend. And they were grown, right? They were grown, grown. They're my age now, what I was. But they had this relationship over the years. And I know he had other people. 
he was a merchant seaman. He was always on the sea. And he would come, it's just like truckers, you know, they're all over the place. And you, you, maybe you don't know, but sometimes, oftentimes they have families all over the place too. So these guys, and it's funny that, you know, he's a merchant seaman because he's out there spreading semen. <laughs> we said that, but he was a cool guy and his name is Julius. And one day he happened to find out or come across the fact that I was having one of my get togethers, one of my parties that were a bit off the chain. And, um, he came, he saw me, I was outside and he's like, hey, Lance. So I was hidden inside, so it started raining, so he had to come in. <laughs> and what he saw, it made his eyes pop open, right? Anyway, you know, he saw that people, the girls were enjoying themselves and it didn't shock him. Really, it didn't shock him. We talked a bit, he kind of turned his back, we went back in the hallway and he said, Lance, I want I'm going to tell you something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. I said, what? He says, um, you might not realize it now, but these words are going to come to you and you're going to realize this one thing. And I'm going to pass Mr. Julius's words on to everybody here who's listening, right? He said, you're going to realize that the more and more that you live in this world is the more that you're going to want to be to yourself and by yourself, and at that time, I couldn't comprehend that at all. At that time, it was like, man, I'm having a good time, you know. And of course, you know, with lots of testosterone, I was much younger, you know, pretty girls around me, willing to have fun with me. I couldn't see it. What is he talking about? I understood the truth of what he was saying, but I couldn't see that in my life at that particular time. Now, at the age of 60, I know good and damn well what he meant. Mr. Julius, you're my ancestor now, but wherever you are, wherever your energy resides, I thank you for that. That was a truth that I should have embraced at that very moment. I should have threw those girls out of my house, whether they had their clothes on or not, not to be mean, but I'm just saying I should have just like focused on what, what's important. And as you get older, you look back on time wasted. Now, for me, I learned many lessons in the wasting of time, which made it where it wasn't a waste of time. And thank the creator I was protected in all those years. Many people are not as fortunate to be protected like that. So for me, I look back and in the midst of my conundrums, Mr. Julius told me some truth that stuck with me for the rest of my life. And I will say, Mr. Julius, again, thank you so much for taking the time to see beyond the activities that I was indulging myself in, to understand that eventually that truth that you spoke to me would sink in. And it did. And it helped me to pull back, helped me to pull back to know that I am capable. Not that I never thought so, but I was always including people and stuff, including people and stuff. No, you do what you do and you show me a history and resume of what you're about because I know I'm the real thing. I know I can produce. I know I can create. I get off on that. And right now, I have all the time in the world to do so. But the haters and the evil people who look at me as a victim to be used or destroyed, there's no way you can get in now. You shot your load too early. You should have stayed and Try to get me better than that, but I'm not going to suggest that to you because I don't want that. But I'm good now. So lay back and enjoy the ride. On the Landscurve platform and the various manifestations, and again, I want to say that I'm going to start creating the content that I should be creating. But I had a dilemma on the membership side, on the Patreon side, and now with the new fan page, right? All three will have the same content, meaning that there are some who paid on Patreon. They say, you're not putting up any content. There's some who took the YouTube membership. They say, so wherever you support me, and I think I, I have a $5 fee for that exclusive content, it's going to be the same content. So if you're on Patreon, you're not going to miss it if you see the YouTube membership. If you're on fan page, which has nothing, it's all going to get the same. So, But really between Patreon and the YouTube membership, you can switch over if you want. Either way, but it's going to be the same stuff. So later on today, I'm going to do an impromptu, relaxed, laid back, 
little conversation or some visuals that you won't see. And then maybe after a couple of weeks, I'll upload it to the regular stuff if it's not too personal. But it will be insightful. I do want to hear your questions and different things. And I can put it up on those uh, platforms, but it will be a $5 charge because, like I said, it's going to be ultra up close and personal. And some of it will be put on the main stuff if it doesn't reveal too much. But, hey, it's all good. I want to thank you all. It's a pleasure. And I just had to get that off my chest. I just had to speak about these evil people. Anybody can be the evil people, too. Just just remember that. It's, it, it, it's a cloak cloak and dagger, smoke and mirror kind of existence. And when you're driven more so, when you have potential for something great, when you're driven, the haters will come at you, not just as an adult, but these evil people can be in your family and try to chop down your, your psyche and your mind to not knowing that you have something good to keep you on their mediocre, defeated level. But you weren't put here to be mediocre and you weren't put here to be defeated. But if they are and they've accepted that, that's on them. You don't have to carry the banner of their defeat. It's a new day now. You were born for a new purpose. How dare they? And we have in families, uncles and aunts. The aunts may see a pretty niece coming up who seems to be smart and bright and she doesn't like it because in her mind, that aunt was supposed to be able to live out the potential that that niece has, and I'm going to just drop some seeds and destroy her. How dare she surpass me? And we have parents who think that way, too. You have parents that were back at the old country and did farming and did, you know, and technology wasn't around, and they, they, they come to America, or maybe it's a grandmother. They come to America, and they see the grandchild with all of this technology, and they have to remind that grandchild, oh, I had it so hard, you have it so easy. So that grandparent or parent will try to make it hard on the child to destroy them to make them feel what they felt, but it's a whole new day. They don't have to go through what you went through. You should be trying to boost them up even more. You should be trying to make them feel better about themselves. And okay, you went through this, but they should be able to stand on your shoulders and elevate to a whole new way. And you should take pride in that. But we don't take pride in that, these people. You see what I mean? So they're not going to help you in any way, but they'll drop little things in your head to slow you down and destroy you. Make you lose that positive momentum. When you have somebody come around your life, I don't care if it's even just family. They got to be doing something in their life. They have to have shown you something in their life. They achieve something. It may not be something great that the world acknowledges, but something to be where it's, it's something that left their life better than what they had coming in. If they didn't have the help and support, they can't be mad at you if you do. And I've run across a lot of people like that. They can't stand it when they, I speak about honoring my father and my mother and what they did for me. Because, see, their father and their mother didn't do for them what my parents did for me. I can't help that. Don't be mad at that. My confidence was built from the ground up. I didn't have to act a certain way or pretend a certain way. There's no pretend here. I'm a confident black man who grew up in America. And America didn't get me. It didn't destroy me. It gave me a little couple of chinks and, and, and chinks and cuts in my, my flesh symbolically. But those are scars that I wear proud because I, I, I overcame that. I defeated that. And now I'm where I should be. And I do have people come around and they want to whisper things. Well, you know, I, I think that they set us up and they're going to do something to us in Africa. It's a, they're doing stuff to us all over the world. If I can go somewhere where I can vibrate better and create a reality within a few years that wasn't there, that will be there for the rest of my life, I'm going to do it. Because you know what? Like Muhammad Ali said, his thinking is way up here and the mediocre people down there saying, oh, you can't do it. I wouldn't do it if I was you. So and so, you're not me. And there are things I'm looking to do now that you're really going to have a problem with. I got time now. Whatever time is left, I'm utilizing all of it. Whether it's one more second or a hundred more years, I'm using all of it. And this is what you need to do too. Stop messing around with these damn evil people who masquerade as good friends, who masquerade as good neighbors, who masquerade as good family members. No. Once you see what they are, 
You find a symbolic, spiritual, physical, and mental trash can, and you dump them. Your very life depends on it. Didn't I try to end this video and I'm going on and on? Because I'm passionate about this thing. And I have seen many people catch lifelong scars from these evil people who victimize the good people who have potential. And they lurk and they come at you. Now, when I made this banner for this particular video, I did not make it saying it's all women. It just happened to turn out that way because I looked for a certain type of photo and I found it. Notice the hands on each of them. Notice some of the expressions, the makeup on the face and whatever. It's not a good feel. Even the one on the right side, she's smiling, but she looks sinister. That one next to her, that white woman, she don't look right with them black hands, right? And that one, the next one, she's very beautiful, very pretty. And we get fooled as men by that. A woman looks at you like that, like, wow, she's checking me out. I wonder if I can get a little closer to her. I'm not saying all pretty women are evil, but the bottom line is that they use that. Those who are evil, who happen to be very uh, attractive, they use that in their favor. And I'm not demonizing all women because we have a lot of great women out here who support their man and their man supports them. And kudos to the men who support their, their women. It's not just women who, well, I'm going to work the job where, you know, you go to school and it'll benefit the both of us. And that's all. oftentimes the guy gets out of school, gets his career and kicks into the curb. We know that. But there are a lot of good women out here. And there are a lot of good men who follow through on their promise. You understand? But you have to be careful. You don't know what you're dealing with. You can't judge it on sight alone and just on words alone or a short time. There are people who feel they got in on your life after two or three years of knowing you. And they don't really know you. And sometimes you have to say to them, when you straighten them out, do I really know you like that? I don't know you like that. You don't even know me for five years. What you mean I'm supposed to be all up under you like that? And we don't, we don't know each other like that. Sometimes you got to bring them the reality check when they show some signs of some, some BS. Do I even have your, your phone number? What's the last time you called me? Do, do we hang out? We don't hang out. We just happen to be, for whatever reason, within close proximity, living or in a job or whatever, mutual friends, whatever. But when you got to straighten them out, you straighten them out. It's like, I don't know you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be gone. And the thing is, is that these people try to have weight in your life, meaning that they, they, they want to have a substantial amount of your time and life force and being close to you. So if like a tripod, a three-legged uh, uh, contraption, made to hold up a camera. If you pull one of those legs away, what's the tripod gonna do? It's gonna fall and smash that camera that's on top. You can't allow these people to have so much weight in your life, so much dealing in your life. They might've done you a favor too or done something or whatever, but leave it at that. Don't give them the weight in your life because when they decide to pull it away, they're gonna make you fall. Keep them to a minimum. Like my father said, if a table has 25 legs under it and you pull one of the legs away, the table's going to stand. But if the table has three legs under it, each leg has a very important amount of, of workload to hold up. And if you pull any one of those legs out, that table's going to fall. You keep as many legs. I don't mean many people where you're into them so much, but they're doing the damn thing. They're positive and you still maintain your own weight. Don't depend on them completely or even on a great level. Keep them 25 legs under your table. So if one wants to show his backside or give you his backside to kiss, okay, no problem. Go ahead. The show keeps rolling on. Everything keeps going on. And my wonderful life keeps going on. You cannot stop that. And these people hate to realize that you have always kept it where you are emotionally independent. That's a big part of it, too, because they like to get next to you and see how your mind ticks and how you work. And they can attach themselves. If, if, if you make them think or they make you think that there's some emotional attachment when it's just hustle and game. You can have real emotional attachment. You can have real connections. Everybody's not deceitful. But for every 25 people that you get away from you deceitful, you'll meet a real one. And I'm so happy to say that I have only real ones around me now that I speak to every single day. 
that are in my corner and we help each other. And it makes each day a beautiful thing. You don't have to have crowds around you. You don't even have to have videos and have, oh, I got a million hits. When you get satisfied with what you have going on in your personal life, all of the other things level off. Even if it spreads out to other things, people notice, well, you're not pushing as much with this and push because I'm satisfied. I'm centered. This has become more effortless to do because this is not one of the three legs. This is one of the 25 legs under my table. There's so much else to experience. I went out on the balcony last night and I looked over the trees at night and over the, on the other side of the mountain, the houses and the lights and different things. And it had a huge bird. I mean, the wingspan looked like it was about eight feet wide and it wasn't even flapping the wings. It was just gliding. I was like, is that an albatross or what kind of bird is native to this part of the world that big? And I noticed it kept flying around the house, flying around. I'm like, why is it doing that? But it would fly off and come back around maybe three minutes later. So it wasn't just stuck around the house. But I noticed that there were some bats that were hiding in the papaya tree right there as I overlooked it over the balcony. And every time that bird came around, the bats that were flying around the papaya tree, because it probably were eating the papaya. Mrs. Skirvdet says that's probably what's eating the papayas that are getting ripe. They would duck down and hide. I say, wow, that's so fascinating. You know, but the sense of relaxation that I'm experiencing now, because when you are in your destiny and you got rid of that dead weight that's in your life, and I have to celebrate that, you know, whether it's an anniversary of that or, you know, weeks of that or years of that, that you got off off of your back with their bad, dead energy, with their controlling energy. You got that away from you. It's just like when you're dropping off people, right? Say you have a five-seater sedan, right? And, and it's you, another person in the front, three people in the back. And you might try to squeeze like seven people in there, but that vehicle wasn't made for that. It wasn't made to carry seven, eight, nine, ten people. I've done that. I remember I had an old Buick Regal. 1989 model. I bought it in 88. It was the first one or the second one to have the handles that were like vertical, very aerodynamic. And um, I was somewhere in Manhattan and we met up with some people in a club. I think this was 91. I got the vehicle in 88, December 88, but this was 91. And so so many gathered up and it was just me and my old girlfriend there. So it's two of us, right? But the ones we met there at the club, they wanted to go somewhere else in Brooklyn and they all want to go at the same time. They didn't want to take the train and we were driving. So I was like, listen, we got to go slow, but y'all hop in. We squeezed seven more people in that little car. Seven. It was packed. The tires were flat while we were going. I had to take my time because every slight bump felt major. But we made it slow and we got out there and I had to fill them tires up again. And I'm like, after this, I can't do no more because this is not good for my vehicle. Because some people live way up in the Bronx, Staten Island. I'm like, I'm not dropping all of your home. But sometimes you go over capacity. And what I mean to say is that as you get these people out of your vehicle, you get these people who are dead weight and venomous and controlling out of your life you automatically remember what it's like to travel light. So all I can say right now, I feel so good and I've never felt so light in my spirit and traveling light as I do now. It's an amazing feeling and I feel airborne. I really do. I feel as though I've taken flight in my life that it took all these years and all these decades for me to realize certain things that I hope for those who may be chronologically younger than me, that they can get these lessons, especially the one that Mr. Julius told me years ago. I believe it was 1991 also that he told me this. 1990, I think it was, I think it was early 91. I think I can pin it down to say it had to be around February of 91. I have my own reasons for saying that. I have a detailed memory. So we'd be talking here for ten, another two hours for me to explain that. But I believe it was late February 1991 when he came around and he told me that. 
And here we are in 2023, and those words resonate with me just as powerful, if not more powerful, because of the experiences that I've had that give testimony to what he said to be the truth. That the older I get, the more and more I'm going to want to just be by myself and to myself. And he was so right. He said some other things that I can't clearly recall, but he was basically saying that like the wire that you see coming out of the wall, right? Like when you doing construction and you have the wires coming out of the wall, it's not finished yet. They didn't put the outlets there. Those wires potentially have power. You have to decide what power they have. Is it a positive charge? Is it a negative charge? Do you want to be part of that circuit to have their energy flowing through you because you don't really know what the energy is? And there's a story, and I've told it before, I'm going to say it again for the sake of, you know, just saying the story again. It's befitting. I was doing some construction up in the attic of my old house in Queens, New York. And the whole upstairs was torn out. That's what I would do to a whole floor. And I rebuilt that whole house by hand. It was three stories in a basement. And I did it by hand. And some parts I did over a second time. I'm, I'm known for that, right? So I'm up in the attic. And I had a, a fellow friend of mine from the job when I worked at Home Depot, Steve Muhammad. I'm going to always give him credit for what he's done to help me at that time because I really needed the help. I was so, like, overworked. <laughs> Working and doing that and trying to hurry up and get these places rented out. So I was up on a ladder and there was a light bulb in a socket, but it had wires connected to it, right? It was just hanging and the connection wires were there. So I threw the switch on the side of the wall. I said, like, okay, the light didn't come on. So there's no power there, right? So I got up on the ladder and I unscrewed the light bulb and I was going to put a, another light bulb there because I felt that light bulb was blown, right? But it, it, it was blown, and I thought about it, but I'm like, there's no power there. So I, my finger touched the inside of the socket. You see, the power was on, but the light was actually blown. Even though it crossed my mind, it really was blown, so it didn't give me any indication. There was power in that line And I got the shock of my life So you go on Saying that oh this is a good person And that's a good person No they would never do this to me But you don't know the charge and You don't know the power Whether it's positive or negative That they really have on the inside So I found out the hard way That I assumed there was no power In that line because The bulb didn't indicate it You you assume that there's no negativity In the people around you Because their faces don't show it They're smiling with you They're doing little good deeds for you Because what they get out of you Is so much more than, than what you think And you wonder why you drain half the time And you wonder why you can't make decisions In your life half the time Because you got too much negative people Plugged into you Draining you Manipulating you because if they can manipulate you into a certain decision with your resources, possibly in their mind, they can get the benefit of those resources that they never had to work hard for. People, they don't play checkers. People these days play chess. Trust me. And while you're thinking one move ahead in a positive way, they're thinking five steps ahead in a negative way to see how much they can use you and get out of you. Ladies, you know how a lot of men can be. I didn't say all. They charm you. They treat you so nice and they say wonderful things. But then at the end of the day, when you find out that they wanted that one thing and they didn't want to be bothered with you with anything else to know who you are, how you are, you know, to aid you in your growth and your development and your healing and really take an interest to invest time in you because they're really interested in you. See, all the other stuff comes, you know, but sometimes men will try to appear a certain way and say, you know, I'm into you and this and this and that. And they just want to score and get between your legs. 
Sometimes it's only one time they want. Sometimes they want a couple of times before they abandon ship and you realize what it was this whole time. So there's nothing wrong with you when you don't want to be in a relationship with these guys or talk that talk. And any one of them who don't or who are not sincere, they ain't going to stay around too long when they, when they feel they can't get to what they want. That's how the game is run. That's how it is. Don't be fooled. It is what it is. So you have to be careful out here in this world and focus on that good thing that's inside of you. Manifest those seeds of greatness inside of you. Let nothing stop that. There's so many distractions out here. If it's a distraction, it's a potential, extremely negative situation. Anybody who's in your corner will want you to focus on what it is that you have to do. Oh, you're busy right now? Listen, do your thing. When you feel to now, you reach out to me. If you take an extra two or three days before you reach out to me, you might just want to sit still and take a little walk and get out of town or just stay in the house and sleep and luxuriate. That's, that's fine with me. When people keep pushing you to get things out of you or get you to make you think that it's something you want to do, but they really want you to do it because you're going to finance it, <laughs> you're going to pay it. People can be so manipulative. And I also have to say, Kudos and much thanks to those who have come through for me when I needed it. And you know who you are. I mean, have done over and above a million times. Indicating to me that there's no secret agenda, hidden motivation. You would not believe how, how blessed I've been in these recent days. I couldn't have gotten to certain points in my life so fast if it wasn't for that. See, when one door closes, another one opens. And I'm just so amazed at how this universe, this, this, this plane, this energy, this God, this creator has opened doors for me. So I just can't rant on about just a minuscule system of of white supremacy and all that stuff i'm gonna always talk about things that uphold and undergird my people but i'm not going to be out here as a broken record you know what i mean or claiming spirituality when i don't even know how how to apply it in my own life you got so many frauds out here so as i evolve and as i change for the better i'm gonna always show it and you can go back on some of my old stuff when i was on certain types of rants and it's like, okay, that's where I was at that particular point because of the things that went through me and I was going through. You see, when you see a guy like Mike Tyson and you look back to the 80s and 90s when he was going through different stuff and had all kind of people around him and influences, you don't hold him to task with that now because he's gotten the wisdom now. Well, the same with me. The same with me. I'm evolving. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and just stay in one place just to fool people and get people caught up in, in all this foolishness and it's not doing a damn thing for them. If I grow, you grow. If you grow, I grow. Let's hold hands to this journey in this life and make things happen for the better. But just like minefields in an open field when you're at war, you got to avoid the evil people, minimize them, keep them out of your life. You can't think everybody is, but you have to vet people. Because when, when, when a mosquito sees no net over the window, he's going to fly right on in and you're going to wake up scratching these itches because you got bit up. It's very much avoidable. Know that. You don't have to subject yourself to, these smiling, to the smiling faces of these evil people who are just looking to victimize you and suck your life force. That's your life force. God gave it to you. You divvy it out to the good people as it hits your spirit. Don't allow yourself to be made to feel guilty or you have an obligation. You don't. The only obligation that you have is to keep yourself working and operating at 100% so you can do the goodness that our creator wants us to do. But these church obligations, you better give this amount of money and, and this other person who they come to you because now they've designated you as the family enabler. Like, oh, you always going to do this for me. No, you don't have to. And learn to say no. 
I got a whole, I got a whole bag of no's <laughs> to divvy out to these people who think they can, they can just use me. It ain't going to work that way. No, can't do it. Busy. No. And I might be kicked out and chilling somewhere. Chilling up somewhere, looking down, looking at the trees, looking at the sky, completely private. Because you know I love my privacy. And that's another thing I'll be working on as the years go by. Privacy, 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 privacy. I love it. Because when left alone to my own devices, when left alone to my own thoughts, and this is me telling you, you need to be cool with you from jump before you can help anybody else. You need to be rested. I mean, of course, if it's an emergency, somebody gets smacked up in a bad accident, that's another thing. You get that call in the middle of the night. But other than that, before you give of, to anyone who you deem to be worthy, not just anyone, but you have to make sure that you're taken care of first. Because if you're not taken care of first, you can't do a damn thing for anybody else. Much love to you all. Lance Gerv out. Leave your comments. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm on to the next one. You know I love you deeply. I love the way we're doing things now. Peace.